define me daddy your thoughts define me you're inside of me you are my reality oh, oh you're my reality
Bible says for us to call him daddy. Abba's the only word that you can say whether you're exhaling or whether you're inhaling. You know? Whether you're powerful or whether you're in distress. And that's why we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father, you are, you are the Father. And you never leave, God. You never leave. Come on, Justin. You And I want to fit them in your shoes Daddy, can I put my foot in your shoes? Daddy, can I lay on your lap? Because you know why You know why I'm crying Before I shed a tear Before I shed a tear Daddy, I just want to say I love you Daddy, I just want to say thank you For never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving Never leaving, never leaving me. Even when I wanted to leave myself, never leaving me. Never leaving, never leaving me. Never leaving, never leaving me. Oh, that's why I love you. That's why I love you. That's why I love you. Father, listen to our earnest prayer. Jesus prayed it years ago That the glory you had given him We would somehow come to know So make us one according to your plan Isn't it? truth and righteousness you desire the world to see
Hey guys, welcome to the Surrender All of Jesus show. Man, guys, we have an awesome, awesome show for you today. And uh, he had a little incident that happened and he might he was thinking he was going to be a little bit late, but he wasn't. If you guys are here uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Dwayne McDonald um, ended up having like major problems with internet and all that stuff. But praise God, he's on. Uh, our guest tonight is on. He's all ready to go. We did our sound checks and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm stoked. So guys, if you ever heard of Exploit No More, um, I have the executive director here with me tonight, and uh, his name is uh, Jarrett Luckett. And guys, I'm telling you, man, Exploit No More is, is blah, 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 blah. oh, here we go. Let me start over again. Exploit No More has been around for a pretty long time, a long time. Um, I remember back in 2014 and 2015, I had um, the other uh, executive uh, director, Katie Lynn, on, on my show and this is back when I was doing Joy 1340 stuff too. So guys, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. We're talking about sex trafficking, helping kids get out of that stuff, and just how prevalent it is, and what we can do to make sure that we get these kids out of that stuff, men and women. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that tonight. Guys, the beginning, of the, the beginning of the show, you guys were listening to Leon Timbo. Guys, check him out. I love his praise and worship music. If you guys are looking for music and stuff to like soak and just be in his presence, that is an awesome, awesome praise and worship singer, man. He's really, really good. All right, so let's get this started. Um, I want to quick pray, and we're going to pray for the, the police officers that are out there and the stuff that's going on. We're going to declare that God is going to send his fire down and that the things are going to change. But guys, you know this, and it's up to us to make those changes, right? Because God does things through us. And then we go out and do those, those destinies that he has for our lives, but he gives us the visions and plans to change these things. But we got to start praying right now, and we need protection for our, for our cops, man. They are in a world of unbelievable stuff that I don't think we've ever walked through this kind of stuff before. It is a huge attack on us as Christians and them um, trying to protect us. Guys, remember, when I started the Adopt Neighborhood program and I did the chaplaincy thing, Guys, you guys remember me talking about this. The police and the fire are the first responders going to areas that the devil's trying to destroy property and people. They are the peacemakers, guys. So we need to start praying for them. We need to support them. We need to support them. Not defund them. We need to support them. I'm not saying that there's things that need to be changed within policies and different things and looking for people that are not doing the correct thing while they're on the street. I get all that, but we need to start supporting them. So let's pray right now, Father. Uh, let's declare Matthew 18, 19. We're two or more together. Whatever we're, to, we're, whatever we're going to be declaring will happen because Jesus is in the midst. And I know you guys are going to pray with me and declare that with me. So, Father, we're just declaring right now that the thousands and thousands and thousands of war angels are around all the federal and local police departments. Father, we're just declaring that, that you're just going to head to put a hedge of protection around them. We're declaring all the schemes and the, the curses and all the plans that the devil had against our government, against our police officers, are null and void right now. We're just declaring those gone right now. Spirit of division's got to go right now in Jesus' name. Spirit of violence has got to go right now in Jesus' name. Um, man, man, man. Spirit of uh, rejection needs to go right now in Jesus' name. Father, just right now, just send this fire right down on the whole United States and the world change the things that are happening right now, Father. Just supernatural peace right now. We're declaring that. We're declaring that in Jesus, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. So 
let's get into some really important stuff. This is important. Guys, you can partner with me right now by going on and telling me where you're watching from. That's an excellent way to do it. So where are you guys watching from? And if you're watching on the replay, let me know that you're doing the replay and you're watching, which is kind of cool. And also, if you have any prayer requests, let me know that too. When I get the guest on, if you guys have questions, put those in the comment section and I can pull those up. And let me just show you something right here. So like right here, Tiffany, thank you for watching Tiffany. And she's from Minnesota. So isn't that kind of cool? So you guys can be interactive with what we're doing right here on the show. So it's pretty neat. All right. Um, subscribers for YouTube. If you haven't done that, please go do it. We're trying to get up to 200. I would love to be able to do that by like the middle of August. Um, and also just follow me on Facebook. So really good. All right. So if you don't know what Surrender All of Jesus ministry is all about, let's do a quick video and And every one of us, if we look back in our lives, we can see how God was training us to do the things that He really wants us to do. The question is, is are we listening to the Holy Spirit? That time is now. There's no more excuses for each one of us. We need to step in that cause because each one of us, that cause is directly linked to people that are lost in the city, the state, and the world. So we need to step in that cause and do that so that we can reach those people. Let me ask you a question. Do you want joy in your life? You know what, if you want joy in your life, what you need to do is surrender all. And that's exactly what this whole website, the, the radio ministry is all about, is surrendering those things to God that He wants you to do so you can step in that awesome destiny that He has for your life. You know what, there's a lot of really cool things that are going on in the city of Milwaukee. God does have a strategic plan to change the things that are going on. We've been laying a foundation, a revival has started, and you know what, He needs you. God needs you to do those awesome things that He preordained just for you to reach the people of the city of Milwaukee, the state of Wisconsin, and the world. Surrender All Ministries is all about partnering with as many people as we can. You know, we got Clark Square Initiative that we're partnering with. We got Salvation Army. We have Rescue Mission. We have all these different ministries that are doing things in the city of Milwaukee. There's a reconciliation that has been going on between churches, all different denominations, and we're working together as one in Christ. You're almost out of time. You better give up. All right, so that's Surrender All of Jesus Ministry, guys. We do so much more. Um, I mean, there's so much different stuff that's going on now. I'm telling you, when I had that Holy Spirit moment in 2018, it changed everything for me. I mean, literally changed everything for me. So, um, guys, the only way that I can have this show on and also wanting to get back on Joy 1340 is with sponsors. So let's check out my sponsors and don't go anywhere because we got Mr. Luckett coming on. And guys, we're going to be talking some really awesome stuff. And I can't wait to hear his testimony either. So um, let's check out our sponsors and we'll be right back. Guys, welcome to the, uh, the advertising slash sponsorship of the Surrender All of Jesus show. Guys, you know what? I've been doing this since about 2014. I took a little bit of a break. Um, in 2017, came back on in um, 2019. And guys, man, the show is all about just showcasing what God is doing through people. And if you've been blessed by this, guys, I would love for you guys to partner with me. 
And there's three ways that you guys can partner with me. The first way is to pray. Just constantly pray that that when we speak these things over the airwaves, that Holy Spirit is moving. And not only will it reach people during the, the live show, but when people like review the shows um, year, three years, 10 years from now, that Holy Spirit would still just go right through these airwaves and it would touch people's lives and it would change people. Guys, I'm telling you, I, I've had many times people coming back and telling me that that something that my guest said or something that I said, it just changed their lives. And that's what this is all about. So prayer, that's the first thing. The second thing, guys, is uh, actively participating. So it's watching and then I love emojis and all that kind of stuff. But man, I'm telling you, those comments are where it's really at. So if, one, if I say something and it just resonates with your heart or if my guest says something and it resonates with your heart, just say something. Put as many comments as you can. I mean, right away, tell me where you're watching from and all those kind of things like I talked about at the beginning of the show. But that's the second way. The third way, guys, is to financially support this show and the ministry itself. I mean, we also do like fire starter classes and all that. The main thing that God put on my heart is to help people get deliverance, freedom, get aligned correctly, and then step in that awesome destiny that he has for your life. Man, so advertising. If your business or and and or your uh, your your ministry, if you want to partner with me, I have three different tiers of, of, of advertising. And if you look at right now, I'll look at the screen. Uh, Christina Cornell is one of my sponsors, and she does all my multimedia stuff, guys. She does the website for the Surrender All of Jesus website. She does the website for Healthy Surrender. So she does that. She can branding, uh, labeling, uh, multimedia stuff. I mean, it's just amazing. She's an amazing woman of God. And she, she allows Holy Spirit to flow through what she's doing and doing things for your, your, your business or your ministry. She also has a ministry of her own with her daughter, Isabella. And they do singing and they do testimony things. And they're trying to reach out to young people and, and men and women. But their ministry is called Tell Them Ministries. If you really want to see what they're all about within that ministry, watch last week's show. Just go on the YouTube page or go on my Facebook page and uh, just search uh, Christina Cornell and it'll pop up. She's been on my show several times. So that's one sponsor, guys. That's a way you can do it. Or in another way, financially supporting is just go through PayPal or just go through my website and just do a love offering. I mean, if... if if this show has blessed you, just do a love offering. I would never give an amount of what someone should give. But if while you're watching, Holy Spirit is like just kind of urging you to give a certain amount, give that amount because the blessing is to me, but it's more so for you. Man, it activates that blessing that whatever you would need, whatever Holy Spirit is telling you. So the other thing, guys, is my ministry. And that ministry is called Healthy Surrender. Guys, let me tell you, man, I... Not only do we do deliverance, we do inner healing, I do life coaching and mentoring and mediation. I mean, all those kind of things to get people, get, get them correct and get them aligned correctly. And what's, and what's really important, guys, is that intimate relationship with him. So we talk about those kind of things. What is holding you back from reaching that, that real deep, intimate relationship with him and then that destiny that he has for your life? So I look at it in a holistic, like whole circle approach of your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. So we look at all those different things. So I do sell products, and one of the products that I sell is HGH, and you guys can see it right here. 
It's called H. There we go. HGH is a human growth hormone. Guys, let me tell you what. Increased levels of your human growth hormone in your body results in the possibility of all these things coming into play for you. Deeper sleep, vivid dreams, smooth skin, increased metabolism. Guys, when I first started taking it, I immediately saw my abs coming back and I wasn't like changing my eating habits at all. And those things were happening. Man, you talk about sleeping well. I was getting into that REM sleep better than I've ever had in my life. And the reason why I know this is because I actually started remembering my dreams. And guys, dreams are important. That's a way that God speaks to us is through our dreams. So look at that list, guys. I mean, it's just an amazing, an amazing thing. And it comes from increased level of HGH, which is in this bottle. And it's transdermal, meaning you put it on your skin. I just kind of rub it in twice a day. Uh, five days a week. It's an amazing thing, guys. And the other product, the other product, guys, is keto products. Man, here. Oh, there we go. I'll get it right. It's like backwards when we're doing it on air. So HGH gel and keto products. You're saying, what is keto? Well, keto is your, your way to get your body in a ketosis state, which means that taking this, which is like a shake, you take it in the morning and it gets your body in that ketosis state, which means that your body is going to burn the fat in you, what you have right now, as fuel instead of the carbs and the things that you may eat. So this right here is Keto uh, Gen 4. And there's a new product that just came out. It's called KG4. And we also, I don't even have it yet. I'm waiting for it to come. It's called Fortress. And Fortress is an immune uh, boost like vitamin. It has a lot of awesome stuff and I'll be talking about that in the future. So check it out. Go to healthysurrender.com. All right, guys. So the next thing we're going to see is my daughter and um, she does uh, training, uh, like personal training. She does it with individuals, with families, with groups. And with this lockdown and all the things happening with COVID, she has been doing it online through uh, through Instagram. So let's check out this video and then we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Elise and I am a fitness professional. Right now, all the gyms in Chicago around the area are completely closed down. And with that being said, what I'm doing is I'm going online. I'm putting my entire business online at the moment and that includes all the classes that I teach from Zumba, Pilates, yoga, HIIT training, strength training, kettlebells, everything is going to be online. I'm doing live free videos every single day. Uh, those workouts are 30 minutes total and they're also available for 24 hours straight. Now, if you really enjoyed the video and you want to do that same exact workout again, what I'm doing is recording the videos and also having that as something that you can purchase to help my personal business as well as help you be healthy and fit. Um, I'm also taking online clients, 30 minute sessions as well as 60 minute sessions. And for the next few weeks, this is, this is kind of where I'm holding my business. So if you're interested, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at fitness trainer on demand, all one word, or you can add me um, on Google Hangouts at eliserose at gmail.com.
So guys, I tell you, that's my daughter. She is so beautiful. And man, she is good at what she does. I'm telling you, uh, Gabby actually um, started doing this. This was a couple weeks ago, but I just like keeping it up because it just says that, you know, she knows her stuff and she's amazing at what she does. So check her out. Exercise with Elise. Man, check it out. Real quick. All the stuff for all the sponsors is in the comments section. So it's just one click away to go wherever you need to go to check out their stuff, whether it's Christina Cornell's um, multimedia stuff, whether it's the Healthy Surrender or uh, Exercise with the Leaves. Just don't do it now because we got a really awesome show for you. Guys, advertising, it's three tiers, and I'm telling you, it's not that expensive. And as what I'm doing right now, I'll be talking about your, your, your product, I'll be talking about your ministry, and I'll connect people with you guys. That's what this is all about, is connecting people. So it's really, it's not that expensive. Just inbox me, and I can get you some really awesome, awesome deals. Guys, we're on like, I'm like 25 different groups I go live in. And typically we have about 500 to 1,000 viewers, and especially after a couple months. So it's real beneficial, and uh, we'll get your ministry, and we'll get your business out there, and we'll get you some people. All right, guys? Let's enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey, welcome back. So check this out, guys. This Sponsor. Guys, let's give a little hand for Theo Smith. Yes, I uh, came on board this coming up week and uh, got, okay, I'm talking to all the pastors out there. I should probably move over this way or something, maybe like that. Uh, talking to the pastors, people have businesses with COVID and all this stuff going on. Man, I'm telling you, Theo will do an awesome job cleaning your place. Churches, he can do that too. Um, I met him at my work. So I work for Eaton Corporation. I work for Allied. I'm a security uh, supervisor. But so I work for Eaton Corporation and he started doing the, the cleaning there. And I can tell you, I've watched what he can do. He's an awesome guy. Really cool is he's a born again Christian too. So guys, anything you need done, just look at the list that's there. You can check him out at glorifiedcleaningservices.com. He's also, man, if you're looking for a job, he is expanding his business right now. And he's taken other like contracts with different places and he needs people like immediately. Go on his website, glorifiedcleaningservices.com, fill out the application. They'll do a quick little background check and then we'll get you guys started. Awesome, awesome. Theo, thank you again, man. And I appreciate your sponsorship. Thank you so much. All right, guys, let's get this show going. Guys, so please, please, please uh, support my sponsors. Um, I'm telling you, I, I wouldn't have them on here if I didn't really believe in them, uh, especially my own stuff. But uh, let's take a look at something. I forgot to show this at the beginning of the show. So let me just click on this. So guys, I did not know that this was going to happen. But when I booked uh, uh, Jared to come on the show, I didn't know that today was going to be World uh, World Day Against Trafficking in Person. In person. So kind of cool how God set that up. So we're talking about you know, sex trafficking and things like that. And today's the day uh, for that, for the whole world. Pretty cool how God works those things out, isn't it? All right, so I'm going to show you about a good, like four, maybe five minute promo of Exploit No More. And so watch this and then we're going to get right into our interview. While you're watching it, you know, if you got questions, make sure you put those in the comment section and then we'll get right into the interview. So this is, um, let me just get to it here. This is Exploit No More. And um, man, awesome organization. And watch this show.
five years of fighting human trafficking. It's been, it's been five years of fighting for freedom. 2018 marked our fifth year anniversary of an organization focused on ending human trafficking in the greater Milwaukee area. In that time, we've done some amazing things from our awareness information being seen well over a million times to helping to educate parents and students and, and caregivers and hospitals on what human trafficking is and what they can do about it. In that time, we've also helped several survivors escape from their trafficker and get to safety. We also purchased a home to help minor survivors of human trafficking get the love and care that they need. Our past has been great, but our future is so much greater. Our goal is to help more people, and I want you to join us. We can't do everything, but what we can do is expand and build on what we've already accomplished. We can do that by reaching, teaching, and engaging more people. By doing so, we're gonna multiply what's being done to prevent sex trafficking from happening and to help more victims. Not just in the Milwaukee area, but throughout the state and throughout the country. 2019 will be the start of our next five years. The start of growing wider networks that reach, teach, and engage more, all with the goal of helping more people. But we can't do it without you. Let's be real, it takes funding to hire more staff, to open a safe house, to operate high quality programs. And currently, we're only a team of two full-time staff. We have a great board of directors, we have interns from Alverno, Marquette, and UWM, and of course our volunteers and our partners, especially our church partners who continue to fight alongside us. So I wanna invite you to join us. Join us in the fight for freedom. There's a lot of work that needs to be done, but together we can do so much more. You know, we depend on individuals just like yourself. We don't receive any government funding. We depend on people just like you and churches and small foundations and businesses who support our work financially. So go to our website, exploitnomore.org, find out more about what we're doing, find out more about how you can get involved because together we're gonna help more people and we're gonna put a stop to trafficking. Hey everybody, my name is Jared Luckett. I'm the executive director of Exploit No More. We all know that the coronavirus is impacting the lives of everyone across the world. Since our business is considered an essential business because we're in social services, we can still operate, however, with additional precautions. Now, while we're all adapting and trying to figure out the best path forward, it's important to not forget about the most vulnerable in our communities. In fact, with everything going on, the economic downturn, people losing their income, children being at home and being on the internet more, the internet is one way that predators or traffickers reach out to children uh, and start the grooming process. So it increases the vulnerabilities of children uh, and this whole situation is increasing vulnerabilities for, for adults as well who are greatly impacted, especially financially impacted by everything that's going on. So it's a big reason why we, can, why we need your continuous support on a monthly basis to help us sustain our work and also grow our work in the future, especially after all of this is over and uh, we can go back to operating at full capacity. If it's $20 a month, $500, $100, $1,000 a month, your recurring donations help us to be more efficient as we can focus more on the services that we provide and spend less time having to focus on fundraising to do the work that we do. 
So enjoy the rest of this video that we created at the end of 2019 that talks about some of our key accomplishments and also talk about how we are moving forward in the future. By partnering with us and supporting our work, you can be a part of helping us to help more people. Because again, viruses, they do not stop human trafficking, but the community does, and you can be a part of that. Thank you and enjoy the rest of this video. It's giving season and there are a lot of worthy causes out there. So let us tell you how your financial partnership with Exploit No More can help fight human trafficking. In 2020, our new Freedom House programming will help shape the future of survivors, taking them from a defeated life to one full of purpose, hope, and personalized goals. This requires more than just housing. For a survivor, some of the most basic life skills are needed, but overlooked. So to fill this gap, we're going to provide the tools to learn how to cook budget, work with others, adapt to change, and the ability to overcome obstacles. We're also launching the Elevated Chef, a food truck to provide job opportunities for victims and youth who are at a high risk of being trafficked. Once they become staff, they will earn income, learn job skills, and most importantly, build their confidence and self-worth. With only a 2% chance of escaping trafficking, prevention is key. And awareness leads to prevention. And that's why in 2019, we've reached over 1 million people with the truth about trafficking and what's happening in our communities. Next year, our goal is to reach even more. Through efforts with local police, FBI, and other agencies, we also met various basic needs for over 500 individuals. That's over 500 children and adults who are either victims of trafficking or at a high risk of becoming one. As we continue to raise awareness, meet basic needs, and launch our new programming, in 2020, we're positioned to help more people in deeper ways than we ever have before, but we cannot do it without your support. So this giving season, partner with us, fight alongside us to help prevent human trafficking from happening, to help more victims heal and move forward in their life. So please go to our website, exploitnomore.org, and donate today. Yeah, so that, man, I'm telling you, Exploit No More is an awesome, awesome nonprofit. And uh, oh, let me just change something here. <laughs> there, there we go. Uh, so my guest, you guys can see him right now without like the Exploit No More label sitting on his head. Uh, it's Jarrett Luckett, and uh, he's the executive director for Exploit No More. Man, thank you for coming on the show. I'm glad that the car troubles were okay and you got to the spot where you needed to be to get on the show. And uh, dude, I'm honored to have you on. And so tell me a little bit about yourself, because a lot of people that are watching right now might not know who you are. And, um, you know, I mean, I follow you on Facebook all the time and, and we've conversed a couple times, but I don't really know your testimony, like, you know, about your faith and all that kind of stuff. And that's one of the things we like to delve into on, on this show is, you know, just how God changed you and where you're at with that. So if you want to give a little bit of a, a background on that, and we'll start with that kind of question. 
Excellent. Oh man. Yeah. You would have started off heavy. <laughs> um, it's, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, first off. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on, man. Um, I'm a huge fan of, of, of yours and what God is doing through you in the, in the community. Um, and so, yeah, one day I will, uh, be like you and and make such a such an impact in the community. So yeah, it's an honor to to be on the show. Um, and thanks for asking about who I am. Um, I really appreciate that. I don't get that question too many times. It's usually Jarrett, the executive director, not Jarrett, the human being. Right. Um, and many times people miss out on that, right? Like, you know, they see us with certain labels on and, and in terms of our position or um, see us as whatever, right? But not really see who we are as as the person. And so, yeah, um, short story about, about my testimony. Um, I grew up in church my, most of my life. Um, I grew I went to school in Catholic church, um, or Catholic school, rather. I grew up in Catholic school, and my dad was Catholic. My mom uh, was Southern Baptist. So I was in church all day on Sunday. Look, let me tell you, Got up, you know, eight o'clock to go to go to mass, and then um, maybe went home after that, and then went to went to church uh, for the rest of the day. Basically, if you ever been to a Southern Baptist type church, you in church all day. You got to bring breakfast, lunch, and dinner if you go to a Baptist church. Um, but anyways, that that was that that was the case, and so uh, knew God, um, I knew of God, um, but when I when I the, the, the one of the biggest shifts for me was when um, when I had my my daughter. Um, I had my daughter right out of high school and I was 18 years old. Um, my dad wasn't in my life. And um, yeah, he lived in the city. He still lives in the city. Um, and he wasn't in my life. And so here I was faced with this with this 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 place in life of being a father and I didn't have that example and so I'm like I heard about this father named God um, and surely I can learn some things from him right and so that really propelled me on my journey to really trying to trying to build that relationship for myself and get more understanding for for myself um, and, you know, I, I did things in my past that I wasn't, I wasn't proud of. Um, one of the things, one of the, one of the motivating, another motivating factor for me for coming to the Lord was, um, man, sleeping around, being a cheater and whatnot. And, um, even after I came to the Lord, like just being transparent, like that continued on here and there. Um, and the few serious relationships that I, that I had. And, you know, I carried a lot of shame uh, about that and uh, still do sometimes if I'm, if I'm going to, yeah, I'm just put it out there. Um, and so, yeah, so that was, that was the motivating factor, man, my, my having my daughter um, and um, wanting to be a better man. Um, you know, many, many times when we, especially looking at as a father, right? Like I've seen so many people who we, we categorize like our lives and like, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm an employee, I'm a father or a mother. I'm, I'm this, I'm an athlete. I'm a, I'm a whatever. Right. Um, but when it comes to our kids, like our kids don't just see us as mommy and daddy. Like we're also portraying to them what a woman is and what a man is. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I have this tattoo on this 
part of my chest right here. And it says, I'll pay the price for you. It was a commitment that I made to my kids um, early on in, the, in their life that I will do what it takes to overcome my own challenges, to, oh, you might, you might, you're gonna make me missy with this question, um, to overcome my own challenges, hey, uh, just to, to let, learn about hey, God. Just to let you know, it's okay yeah. to cry on this show because I do it a lot. It's okay dude. to cry. Real men cry. No, it, I'm telling cry. you, my listener and my people that watch the show, that they'll contest to that. So feel free, man. You know, it's all about your heart, dude. And, that, and that's what people want to know about. And if you're going to be, if, if God can use you in any remarkable way, it's going to be through the things that he did to get you out of those areas. So like, like you, you said, you're ashamed. Dude, don't ever feel ashamed of your past because don't focus on the ashamed part, the thing that you did wrong. Focus how God glorified himself through the things that you did, right? And that's that what's going to change yes. other people, man. So don't look Amen. at shameful because, yeah, we've all made mistakes, but... Dude, just think about the glorification of how God changed the things in your life to make you the man that you are today, which is amazing. So, yeah, a hundred percent, man. I, and I appreciate you you saying that, you know. And even even in the middle of my mess, God was still there, um, and and God was still leading, and God was still speaking and helping me to to bring me out of that. Yeah. And uh, man, it was it was just just such a, such a, such a beautiful, such a beautiful thing. And there's still, there's still more in that journey. Um, definitely. And, and God can take our mess and make it into a message, right? Because there's other dudes who have been where I've been. Yeah. There's other guys who are still at the place that I used to be at. And so like, I yeah. know about that. I know about sleeping around. I know about being with different women. I know about, like, I know about all that. Right. I, I know about the, the internal death. Mm-hmm that comes with that the internal destruction yep. like i i know what it's like to 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 be in that place and be suffering and not have anybody to reach out to to be at church and not have the connections with other guys where you, you feel where, where you have the safe place for like yo I, i'm telling you man i was serving this was years ago i was serving in in the um in like the the welcoming team and whatnot mm-hmm. and um man, I was just at this place. Like I hate what I hated what I was doing. I'm like, I got to get free from this. And I was just so broken on the inside and, you know, came to church every Sunday, faithfully served all that, but I didn't have that connection. I didn't have that, that, that relationship with other dudes in that church to be able to, to bear that part of me, to be able to bear my sins to someone else. And, 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 and having that confidence that, you know, they won't judge me, but they'll, they'll, they'll love me and walk alongside of me. And I, I look forward to what God's going to do with what used to be my mess and helping people get free from that because there, there's so much hurt and destruction when it comes to sexual sin, um, which, which, which uh, almost, you know, yeah, on our topic today of human trafficking, which one of the main forms of trafficking is sex trafficking. Yeah. And so the, the, the lust of the flesh and, and especially in the church about how we, we don't really talk about sex and sexuality and things like that. We really don't talk about those things that much. We just, we're typically just told, no, don't do that. Right. Right. We, we tell, we tell our boys and our girls, no, just save it for marriage. Just right. don't do that. Right. We don't really get into the heart of the matter. We don't get into the, 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 the fact that our body is a temple of the Holy spirit. We don't get into just the natural biology of like, look, you know, there's hormones yep. and you're going to feel some type of way. 
Um, and and let's, the, let's and, talk about how to deal with that. And people don't talk about the spiritual realm of what's happening when two people make love too. I mean, there's a soul tie that is happening. You know, it doesn't hundred percent. Your connection of being married isn't the light signing the dotted line on the day you get married. It's literally the day that you have intercourse with somebody. That's it. Hundred percent. Yeah, that I that mean, connection and the, and the beauty of that. Yeah. Right. Right. For sure. And the, and the beauty of that, and that, that's helped me over the years of getting um, just a greater revelation and insight yeah. and, and value yeah. of like what what you're connecting, who you're connecting your body to. Man, look, when I was in the middle of my mess, right, God would remind me what hath light with darkness why are you connecting your bodies with with, with this woman? Yeah. Like, why, why, man, I'm telling you, in like the most, you know how the Holy Spirit is, right? Like, he'll correct you, but he's still so loving and so kind about it, right? He's like, Amazingly look, cool. come here. Why are you uh, doing this? Like, <laughs> let me help you out. You know what I mean? Like, hug, 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 yeah. pat, 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 love you. Yeah. Um, and, and helping you out along the way. Like, the, so I'm just gonna say this, whoever is in the middle of their mess, whatever your mess is, yeah. like, yo, God's not mad, like, God's not mad at you. No. One of these scriptures, I mean, look, I got my Bible, because we gonna get into the word today. Um, and in and, and, and Hebrews, man, this is, this has been blessing me. And I've been sharing this with some other, some other folks that I know. Um, but in Hebrews, let me turn to it real quick. In Hebrews chapter four, verse 14, it talks about Jesus being our great high priest. I'm gonna read this real quick. Mm. It says, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who in every respect has been tested as we are yet without sin. Yeah. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with boldness mm. so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Yeah. So he's saying here, like even he's saying, first off, he's setting the, he's setting the tone of like, look here, we, who we have, we have, we have Jesus who um, is a great high priest who, who's our high priest, right? He's our mediator, right? We won't go into all the back in, back in uh, the old Testament, the holies of holies and how the high priest have to go into yep. the inner into yep. the inner court and um, and 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 pray and yep. make sacrifices for the sins of the people. Right. But now we can go directly to him. And he's like, we I know of your weaknesses. Yeah. I knew of that before I came into relationship yeah. with you. Yeah. Yet I still chose to die for you. Yeah. So I don't know who this is for. Maybe it's for me today. I don't know. But whoever that whoever this is for, man, look, God already knew. Yes. And he well, still sent his best. To die for you, dude. There's one, thing. and he still says, "Yeah, go ahead." He, he still, uh, go, he still says, "Come to my throne." I know of your weaknesses. Yeah, I know of your challenges, but he still says, "Come to my throne," and don't just come to my throne, but come boldly. Come like you belong here. Yeah. Come like you're part of the family. I was talking to my kids about this recently. About yeah, you know, about the mercy of God and the love of God. Yeah, and that there's a difference when you walk into a place that you belong. When you walk into your own home. Versus walking into a friend's house, right? Yeah. You walk into a friend's house and you're kind of like, do I take my shoes off? Do I keep uh, them on? Like, do, where do I put my jacket somewhere? I'm going to just keep it on because I'm not really confident here. I'm not really safe here. I don't mm -hmm. know this place. But God's saying that, no, when you come to my throne, you better act like you belong here. Yeah. Because you do. Yep. 
So whatever it is that's yep. holding you today, yep. whatever it is that, that's pulling you away from the throne, just know that God says, baby, you belong here Yeah, and come to me boldly. Yep. That's good. That's really good. There's one thing you'll never hear God say. You'll never hear him say, oh, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Come on, dude. I'm telling you. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, because God. God works from the end to the beginning and he knows everything in between. How our free will is in that, I don't know, but he knows exactly what we're going to do. It's no surprising for God. And he's mm -hmm. already made a way for you to get out of those situations. And for you Amen. to back align correctly, um, it's a lot of what you just talked about, Jared, is talking about our identity. When we literally, when we figure out who we are in Christ and how he mm -hmm. really loves us and sees us, it changes things dramatically. Man, big time. Dramatically. Big time. Dramatically. So, and, and I know that's what you're talking about. So you were saying something about your tattoo. So, but I kind of interrupted you. So t tell me that again. What? What is it for? Yeah. What does it mean? <clears throat> yeah. It says, I will, I will pay the price for you. And so it's this commitment that I made to, to my kids mm -hmm. that I'll, I'll do what it takes to learn how to be a better man, how to be a better father, yeah. how to be a follower of Christ, how I can, so I can teach them about God yeah. um, and just, and teach them different things about this, about this crazy life journey. Yeah. Um, and, and, and so that just tying it back into your question about my testimony, um, my, my, my babies, um, were the biggest piece of me seeking after the father, because I didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. And so I had to find out from, from him and you can't, yeah. you can't give what you don't have. Right. And so, you know, it, that, and that fathering journey, as you know, right. And for all the parents listening out there, like we already know like that, that journey is continuous. Right. And that's something that we should be striving for because before our, we can, we can talk about God, we can have our kids read the scriptures, yeah. but if they don't see that example of, of love from, from us mm -hmm. as parents, right. Especially as a father. But I mean, because we, I, we, we bear that same name as God, right? Like our kids are reading this and talking about God, the father. Yep. And then like, they call us father. Right. And so like, there's such a, there's such a responsibility in what we show them. And so yep. before they ever, you know, as they're, as they're exploring, you know, their faith and, and so forth and trying to figure out who God is to them, we have such an opportunity to be able to show them the love of a father. Yeah. And so that when we so so they have a good a good tone when they hear that word father and they're not like, oh, you know, I hear God the father, like, man, my, my dad sucked, right? Like, no, we don't we don't want that. So that's a part that that's been a, that's a big piece of my of my journey with with the Lord. Um a couple of weeks ago I was at um Pastor James Boyd's church, uh, Lord's International. Uh, Lord's International Bay Church or something like that. And um, it was for Father's Day. And so we were kind of going back and forth and he was asking us questions about being a father and all that kind of stuff. There's there's a direct correlation between us as dads and how our kids perceive God, especially mm. growing up, you know? So it's so important for us to display that love that he has not only for us, but to them. And because there is that correlation, um, so the way we treat our kids is how they're going to look at God and they're going to think God's going to treat them that way. Seriously. Now, can that change? percent And all that kind of stuff. Yes, we, that can all be changed. Can it change that? You know, what if the person wasn't there in, in, in a uh, son or daughter's life? Can, can they still mm -hmm. like have that relationship with God immensely? 
but it's easier when that person's in their life, right? And he's he's doing mm-hmm. things the correct way. Even when you don't do them the correct way, the biggest thing that we can do for our kids, and I don't know how we got on this subject, but is to admit that we did it wrong and say, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Because it shows grace, it shows repentance, and it shows them how to turn and do the things correctly, right? It's, it's, man, man, big time. Yeah, big, big, big time. So, dude, that, that's something you... I had to learn and to, to enjoy doing was, um, uh, admitting my faults and my uh, the things that I did wrong or yeah. even just if I was just wrong about something right Cause especially as my kids are getting older now and like oh, I'm like okay like, we'll, too. we'll do it we'll do it your way right and like sometimes their way was better than mine I'm like yeah. I was daddy was wrong yeah I was I was wrong and that's okay yeah my kids do that too I have a well I have four but I have a 13 and a 15 year old and they're right away hey <laughs> look at this <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, totally got it. I, I totally yeah, love it. Yeah, they, they, they love to point out when, when when dad or mom are wrong, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, so awesome. So how did you get linked into Exploit No More? How did that happen for you? Yeah, oh, Lord have mercy. Um, Man, so I was watching this video from Joyce Meyer. Um, this message was called The Love Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was like, 11 years ago or something like that, excuse me. And she was talking about different social injustices that were happening in the world. And one of the, one of the main ones was human trafficking. And so when I heard about this, man, I I was just bawling, like snot nose, ugly crying. (laughs) Like, I'm like, how is this happening to seven and eight and nine year olds across Mm -hmm. this world? It was just, it was just insane. And so um, I either was watching it online or I had a DVD of it, one of the two. Um, but I watched this message like so many times because I'm like, I got I got to get like there is something to this. I'm like, because I, I wasn't a crier. That was like my early 20s. Yeah. I wasn't a crier like that. And I'm like, what in the world is wrong with me? Um, I would be at work and I would think about what she was talking about and just start tears would just start welling up. And I knew like this is this is more than just being emotional. I'm like, okay, God, yeah. like, what, what would you have me to do? And, um, and of course, of course, Joyce was suggesting that, um, you know, praying about how to get involved in, in these yep. type of uh, social matters. And so that's what I was doing. I was seeking the Lord. I was finding out what was going on with uh, anti-trafficking in the area. Right. And uh, also looking at, you know, what gifts and talents do I have? What can I, what can me personally, what has God given me to be able to offer this world. And so, um, yeah, so trying to make this long story short, um, God told me to stop this real estate development that I was working on uh, near Brown Deer. And we had this piece of land that I worked out this amazing deal with the owner. Um, Behind it was a nature preserve, so it was gorgeous. It would never be changed, right? Right. Uh, And God was like, stop doing that and get into this anti-trafficking work. And so, yeah, I dissolved that company and turned it into a nonprofit that was called Hope Investors. Um, And so, yeah, I went from this thing that was going to make me a lot of money to volunteering my time and my money, my own money, um, basically. (laughs) And so, but I'm like, now, God, I'll go wherever you call me to go and I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I don't care what what I lose, like it doesn't really matter. Uh, And so so I did that. and so we were raising a lot of awareness back, that was again, 10, 11 years ago. And I knew it so clearly that the Holy Spirit was telling me, 
that in a few years, there's going to come an organization that you'll work alongside. It's all I knew for like two, three years straight. Right. Fast forward those two or three years um, and Exploit No More is launching. And so I go to their launch party uh, at the Harley Davidson Museum and I'm hearing their mission and their vision. Yeah. And it was like the proverbial removal of the veil type of moment. Like yeah. I knew like this was the organization God's been telling me about. And so I continued with how I got involved in anti-trafficking was like looking at, okay, what can I offer Exploit No More to help move their mission forward? Um, that's how I got to know Katie Lynn. Yep. Uh, and then from there, I was a part of the advisory board and the board of directors. Um, and then I was working in healthcare. I was working at Aurora in organization development. So helping to develop talent um, and different parts of the organization. And yeah, so Katie, uh, her husband got transferred to Southern California and she went with him, of course. Yep. And so uh, the role was open. Um, I didn't even think about applying at all. And um, out of 250 applicants from across the country, um, they we would have these meetings and like two of our pastors on the board, they, they would often be like, man, we really believe the next uh, director is right under our nose. And I'm thinking like, man, who do I know on LinkedIn, that would be really good for this job. Um, and so when, whenever go, it was crazy, dude, I, like, I seriously did not think about taking on the role. Um, and then there were a few meetings where they would talk about like who they interviewed and what they liked and what they wanted to see in a new director. Right. And um, this one particular meeting, the things that they were saying that they want to see, I'm sitting, I'm usually quiet in meetings. Um, and uh, the things they were saying, I'm like, man, that sounds like me. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, okay, this is okay. It was just, you know, it was one thing, but then there's like another thing and another thing. I'm like, oh Lord. And it, it was crazy, man. It took me back to that moment at the Harley Davidson Museum several years prior where I knew this was it. And then it was just, it was a crazy moment, man, because the, the, the experience that led me up to working at Aurora, the things, it positioned me for the things that they were saying that they were looking for. Yeah. Um, while the, oh, God, those in the, yep. man, big time, because in those years, dude, like I was trying to find myself. I was trying to find, you know, that, 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 that searching that so many of us have of yeah. God, why am I here? Right. What, what do you have me to, what do you want me to do? School, no school, this career, that career, like what, what is it that you want me to do? Um, and so, yeah, it was it was a crazy moment, and I went through the same interview process as everybody else. I didn't want to be a shoe in, right. and so yeah, out of over two hundred and fifty people, they thought I was the right person. Um, That's how we got here. Yeah, man, God was just positioning you correctly, and um, for years. But, but though, dude, think about this. I'm a firm believer that when God He calls some people, to step out on that water. Not, not everyone, I mean, but there's some people. I mean, I, I left my job as a cop in 2014 not knowing how I was going to get paid. I mean, I just knew he mm -hmm. was going to do it. I mean, there were some things that were going on before that, a lot of different things, but it was a process, right? But mm -hmm. so you, when you do those things and you're listening to what God wants you to do, you could have had something very lucrative, probably could have made millions and millions and millions. I, I don't know what it was, um, but you took – what he said and you took that risk to do it which activated all these other things that that were about to happen in your life because with the risk take brings the anointing when you do it or the blessings the favor everything you needed so it's man i love that story because people people need to hear that because god is talking to people all the time 
about doing right. things just like that. And it's your 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 initial thing was not to like be in charge of something. It was to partner with somebody. Partner mm-hmm. with somebody, which is it's it's awesome, dude. It is totally awesome. It is really awesome. Man, thanks, bro. And 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 just just to add to that, because yeah, like man, so many people are trying to find the place that God has for them, yeah. right? And there's a variety of things that hold people back. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the biggest things is fear, fear of something. Yeah. It could be a, a different thing, but fear, fear of something, right? It could be insecurities. Yeah. It could be feeling less than, um, and it, it could be the pressure from the world. Yeah. Like, like you, like you said, like you didn't know how you were going to make money. Yeah. Like, no. you had no idea. Like that, that, that can be a scary thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm stepping away from this project that we had so many things lined up. Um, our architects were working on stuff, land surveying, all these different things. And, you know, I've always wanted to do real estate development. And like, here's, here's my chance, work this great deal. And God's like, no. Um, and so w- many times you want to know like the full scope of the plan, right? Like what, what's the end thing yeah. instead of taking that first step. Yeah. And like you said, that first step, then all the other things, right? Yeah. Like, and I, I won't get too much into this, but like my amazing girlfriend, I probably wouldn't even know her. Like the, the, the right. that's a whole other story. Just our, both of our journeys and like, we wouldn't even know, we like, we wouldn't even know each other. And there's so many different things that God has yep. done over the years yep. where he, br- he brings those things, right? What does the scripture say? Seek first the kingdom and all these things will be added to you. Yep. But the thing with that, don't seek the kingdom for the things. Right. Too many people and too many, I'm going to just keep it real, too many preachers be trying to get people yep. to, to, to um, act like they're, you'll seek the kingdom so you can get the things. Right. What type of heart does that, you know, yep. what type of heart yep. position is that? Let me seek God because he's going to do this, because he's going to do that. How about we seek God just because we love him? Yeah. And then we, we take that way that we seek God into our relationships, right? Yeah. We, we, when somebody's not doing something, like we're seeking people, yep. we're seeking that love yep. or seeking something from them, but it's not pure. Yep. And so, yeah, man, the, the path that God has for us, like we got to be confident in his faithfulness, yep. right? We got to be confident if we miss it, he'll get us back on course. And, and whatever, wherever we missed it, because yep. I've definitely missed it on my journey. Um, and I know I will some more, but being confident that there is nothing wasted in him, that he'll take what, you know, if we did it out of the right heart motive, yeah. right? He'll take that yeah. and recycle that and make something good out of it. Always. Yeah. Always, always. There's, um, so I, I started ministry back in 94 and I was a cop in Brown Deer and I would arrest people. I, I had a friend of mine, I was going to evangelist, evangelist assembly God at the time. And I had a friend of mine that was a ex outlaw biker. His name is Fred and he was a recovering addict and alcoholic. And so he wanted to do a support group for people with those addictions at church. So him and mm-hmm. I partnered together. And so I would arrest someone for like drunk driving. And if they wanted to get help, I'd re- release them to the responsible party. But then when I got done working, I would take off my uniform, go pick them up at their house with my friend and get them into detox and then get them into the recovery group. So that's when the wow. history kind of started. So, but what I figured out in 2018 was that I had stuff kind of backwards. And I don't know if you ever heard of Matthew 7, but there's a, a group of, of Christians that are going to stand in front front of Jesus. We all are going to, right? But this group is saying, mm-hmm. Lord, Lord, we casted out demons. We raised mm-hmm. the dead. We did all these things in your name. And Jesus is going to look at them and say, uh, depart from me. And why is he saying depart from me? But there's a lot into that. 
But the main thing is, is because he didn't know them. So they did not have intimate relationships. So just because you can speak in tongues, just because you can heal people, like Holy Spirit doing it through you, just because you can do mm-hmm. all these things does not mean you have an intimate relationship with God. That's what I figured out in 2018, dude. I, it, 150 churches training them to do adopt neighborhood programs, writing the chaplaincy mm. program, giving it to Salvation Army and having that get birthed in the city of Milwaukee. I mean, yeah, all that amazing. Really nothing to God. I mean, it furthered his kingdom, but what he, what he really wanted was me, was me. Mm-hmm. And I figured that out 2018. It was Actually, it was the anniversary of that was just a couple days ago. It was July 19th. Dude, I'm, I'm at church. I figured out a lot of stuff, man. I, I didn't know how to worship. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I hit the door running when I went to Faith Builders, and I started ushering, started their outreach. And so I was just ministry, ministry, ministry. And, um, mm-hmm. and I thought that's what was pleasing to God, you know, mm-hmm. not knowing that it was the intimacy of what he was really wanting. So I'm at church and I was battling whether or not I was going to like kneel down and, and worship because no one else was doing it. And so got through that and Holy Spirit was falling and it still is. I mean, Holy Spirit just was falling, um, in 2018 and he is now, but just, it was amazing. So I'm like on my knees, Holy Spirit fell and I'm balling. I mean, I'm just balling. Probably had snot like you're talking about coming down. <laughs> and that good cry. And and I heard him say, just you and me, this is where I wanted you to be. And dude, it yes. hit me. It hit me. It's the relationship. It's the relationship. It's mm-hmm. all that stuff we did was stuff. But what he really wanted was me in that intimate time. And it changed me, dude. It changed me. It, it allowed me to, he brought up an unhealthy vow. I was molested as a kid, um, sexually assaulted as a kid. And I made an unhealthy vow as a five, six-year-old kid that I was never going to mm. let anyone in. And I was never, I was, you know, I would have those boundaries, wasn't going to trust anybody. And I said that as a kid. And mm-hmm. it, it went through my entire life like that, where I was having these wow. relationships with people, with people. Mm-hmm. God, including him. So all that stuff got brought up and I was able to kick it out. And dude, I'm telling you, it is amazing. It's all That's about awesome. our relationship with him. It's all about taking 100%. that time and just going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then, like you said, all these other things will start coming out to play. Um, but it starts in that intimate relationship. Sorry, I didn't mean to get on. Hundred percent. But oh no, dude, dude. I'm, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you did, man. I'm glad you did, but because because with this topic, right, like of of human trafficking, like it is the more of us we become, the oh. more the closer we get to God, like yeah. the the because we we do we like as the church, especially as like a church, like a physic, like a you know a church, right, like a physical church. Um, we try all these things to get people involved and get them to serve and to do this and to do that and to try to get them to give more. And we, yep. you know, um, if you, if you, if you need God to bless you, go ahead and give another, you know, give another seed. And if you, you know, you, you, people are guilted into tithing and whatnot, yep. but the, 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 the real crooks of the matter is our love towards God yep. because there is no way that you can get, 
close to him yep. and not become like him. Exactly. Right? And so yep. when, when we become like him, then we start caring about the things that he cares about. And it's like, yeah, it's like, take my money here. Like, take it. I remember the days where I, where I was broke and I'm like, man, I hate being broke because I can't help people. Like, <laughs> especially when I have like, like a, a bit of an overflow of money. I'm like, who can I help? I'm, I'm like, I'm yeah. on the, on the lookout for needs. Yeah. Like, what can I yeah. buy you? Yeah. What can I do? Yep. Like I enjoy like giving away money or giving, you know, helping people out. Yeah. And, and, but, but see that, man, we can talk about that for a while because I believe that's one of the reasons why people don't see the financial provisions oh. of God because, because you, they, they too busy trying to do other stuff instead you, of trying to, you know, get it and release man, it, get it and grow it. Holy like, Spirit, Holy Spirit's look, talking to people. That's why even when I was doing my, my sponsorship, Holy Spirit could be talking to somebody right now that they're supposed to give a certain amount of money and I don't know what that is, but whoever's listening mm-hmm. to Holy Spirit is hearing it. And if you don't give it, you just miss your blessing because that's what activates the heavens to open up and all the things that God mm-hmm. has to do for you. It's taking the risk and just listening and being obedient. And especially when it comes to tithing offerings and donations and all that kind of stuff. Um, but man, if he tells you to give it, just give it because it's his anyway. Do it. It's his anyways. And he's going to quadruple mm-hmm. it for you. Because the blessings and the things that will happen. So yeah, all right. Let's let's get into exploit no more because <laughs> we were talking about yeah. a lot of other stuff. So where are you guys at? I know that the beginning part of I'm when I was like interviewing Katie, it was all about getting awareness out there, and that was like the big push to get people to understand that Milwaukee's a hub. Milwaukee's got a problem. Wisconsin's got a problem, and there's a lot of women that are being sex trafficked right through us going up north. And so that was a big push. And that was, well, you know, we're talking 2014, 2015. So where are you guys at now? And I know that we talked um, earlier and you're talking about having a place to bring people to get them into recovery after this, um, the the survivors. And then also uh, you're talking about like a food truck. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that stuff? Yeah. So the three areas that we focus on are awareness, uh, advocacy. So advocating for better rights, better laws, better services and aftercare, helping individuals who are coming out of that life. Um, Also helping individuals while they're still in that life as well. Um, And so, yeah, so awareness is still primary um, because the like in one of the videos that you showed, Christina, uh, our program coordinator, talked about, she briefly mentioned how only 2% of trafficking victims make it out alive. And so just think about that, only 2%. And so there's an estimated over 20 million uh, human trafficking victims across the world. Um, There's hundreds of thousands uh, in in the US alone, um, and which is so underreported. And so only 2%. And you think about the world shut down over COVID. I'm not saying that they should or shouldn't. I'm just stating what happened. Um, so don't be sending me DMs <laughs> and talking about all types of stuff. Uh, I'm just saying what happened. The world shut down over COVID and such a small percentage of people are contracting it or dying, right? Granted, that like that that's terrible. Like It's crazy. Like, we need to do something about this. We need to stop it 100%. I'm just saying, just looking at the numbers and the response, you got a low number with yeah. COVID and you only got 2% of people who are who uh, make it out alive with human trafficking. So 98% die 
98% die Come on. either in the life or after the life. So like just mm. 20, like roughly 27 million people across the world who are trafficked, right? Um, and 98% aren't going to make it. Either they die in the life or they die for different complications after the life or getting in unhealthy relationships or drug overdoses, yep. different things like that because of the trauma that they endured. Wow. So that is, look, if that ain't if that ain't enough to make the church stand up on a social justice issue, yeah. I don't know what is. Right. Like ninety eight percent are gonna die, and then trauma trauma lives in the body. Yeah, and so trauma can rewire the DNA. Literally, like it will rewire DNA, and so now that trauma is being passed on yes. to children, generations, and then in generations exactly. And so, yep. man, like it, it's being able to help um, is, is, is massive. And so one of those ways being awareness that we can prevent people from ever being trafficked, yes. the more the better. Right. But here's, here, here's the thing, Richard, here's the thing. A lot of people aren't that attracted to the idea of awareness. Um, I'll, I'll put it how one survivor put it, okay? The survivor that I know in Utah, um, she's on one of our podcasts, uh, Laura Crossan is her name. She called it trauma porn. She said, people are addicted to their trauma porn. They, 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 they want to hear the stories. They want to hear the details and all those things. And then they cry and get emotional. And then they go do nothing. Mm. But here's the thing. That survivor bared her soul. Like when, when, you, when, you re, when you talk about those situations, you often relive that trauma. Mm -hmm. And so, but, but people want to hear it. They want to hear those stories and so forth. And maybe a small few will go do something. Right. But most most won't they'll cry and yep. you know maybe give a donation one time but like the consistency yep. because the thing is victims who are in that life or who are out of that life like the, the you know their their situation their their healing is ongoing right and so they, they need they need faithfulness they need commitment yep. um for folks walking alongside them yep. to help them out so yep. yeah awareness is still um, our primary our primary uh work yeah, and so talk about uh, the the place that you have. Are you almost done with it? You're you're so you're gonna be able to have a a place where you can actually bring the people that you're taking out of the sex trafficking. Yeah, so we're almost done with it. Thankfully, so we're actually our team is working really diligently to to finish. Um, a portion of the home that that needs to be done. A lot of volunteers, a lot of community support to to get the rest of this this home done. Uh, the, it's a massive remodel that that we've been doing. Um, and man, we could talk about that for a long time because there's there's been so many hurdles from back when you talked to Katie. Yeah, uh, from when oh, I remember her started. talking about it. Yes, yeah, I do. It's yes. do, there, there's so there's so there's so many there's so many hurdles. Um, and exploit no more started with the idea of what if the church could come together around one issue, at least one issue, yeah. um, because we, you know, have our all the different denominations, yeah. they have their differences and, you know, um, it's a whole other thing. Yeah. But what if they could come together around this one issue, right? Um, and unfortunately it didn't happen how we would have hoped in, in the early years of Exploit No More. Um, and there's so many different, there's so many different hurdles from government in terms of like where you can have a home for, because our initial plan was for minors, uh, where you can have that type of home, even for adults as well, being a group right. home. Yep. And so there's that, there's the financial piece. Um, the for, for a minor home, for like a home for minors who have been trafficked, um, the national average for between six to eight 
uh, youth who are staying in that home is a half a million dollars a year. Say it That's again. just for one home. Say it again. Six to eight youth is a half, it's a staying in what would be called a safe home or a, a restoration home um, costs half a million dollars. That's national average, a half a million. That does not include any other, that doesn't include awareness, advocacy, yeah. that doesn't include anything else. That's just, just the operations for the home. Yeah. Half a million dollars, guys. Yeah. And so um, just a quick like nonprofit leadership business lesson, just real quick. When you're fundraising, especially trying to get uh, funding from larger foundations and different things like that, uh, large donors as well, yep. when when they look at those numbers, you know, you, you're competing against um, the Boys and Girls Club, the Salvation Armies, yep. the this feeding program, that program, which yep. are all like great programs and very, very need worthy, yes. do amazing work yeah. and they need it. Right. Yeah. And so, but you have this, but there's only, especially in Milwaukee, like this is like, this is a small market, this Southeastern Wisconsin area. Yeah. And so when you're looking at writing a grant for $20,000, that'll feed a few thousand kids throughout the year yeah. versus $20,000 that will, that will, you know, help fund a staffing mm -hmm. position for our home. Because if we have the, if we, if we were to continue it as a group home model, you have to have 24 seven staff. Yes. Yep. Um, and you need to pay them well, otherwise they're not going to stick around and that turnover costs even more money. Yep. And so you have 20,000 to, to feed thousands of kids or 20,000 that'll go to part of a salary that will help um, six to eight youth in 12 months. Wow. Now when funders are looking at that, they're like, ah, okay, yeah, we're probably gonna, we're gonna go put our 20,000 here cause it'll feed more kids. It'll have a higher impact. It looks better for their numbers. Yep. Um, and again, it's very much needed. And so the, the anti-trafficking field is such a challenging field to fundraise for. And this is like, I'm not trying to guilt anybody into giving or anything like that. I'm honestly just telling you what it is because more as like I've been in this for 11 years um, and more and more I see the need for the church, God's people yeah. to do something about this. Yeah. Cause keep in mind, just think, if it was your daughter, right? Richard, oh. we both have daughters. Yeah. We both have daughters, right? Like that's how I got, I'm like, if it was when I, when I got into this, I'm like, man, if it was my daughter, what yeah. would I do? What would I want other people to do? Yeah. I'm like, at least you can know about it. At least you can start there with knowing, yep. supporting organizations that are doing things. Yep. And so um, the home is the home is in, in, in the works. You know, COVID has, has messed things up, even with what we were planning on doing before COVID. We were ready to launch yeah. some of our culinary programming. Um, so, yeah, so we have we've been talking to people across the country. We're trying to figure out what we can do. Um, especially with very limited funds because uh, okay. COVID has made a huge financial impact, negative impact right. on us. And so right. looking at, we have this beautiful home. What, how can we use it to help this population yeah. um, with the funds that we have? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So if someone's listening right now, um, if you want to partner, you want to help donations, all that kind of stuff, Everything you need to know about Exploit No More is in the comment section. So all you need to do is just do one click, but don't do it now because we still got about another five, six minutes left of the interview. So wouldn't want you to like leave right now because there's some more important stuff that that uh, we're going to talk about. Let's talk about that food truck, dude. I love this idea. I, I there there was a there was a point in my life where God gave me a vision to do a dream center here in Milwaukee, 
And part mm. that I wanted to do was to have something like culinary. I wanted to have a restaurant so they could learn all the aspects of this restaurant, the, the, the mm -hmm. cooking, the culinary stuff, the running it, the, the purchasing the stuff. I mean, it's kind of like what you were saying with this food truck, but then have them run it. And then people come and they, the proceeds would go back into yes, paying them, but then go back into, you know, financially supporting the dream center. But yeah, so that's just a, a vision. Awesome. It's changed over the years. Uh, eventually I'll get into a ranch and it'll be like a, a healing place where people can come and do therapeutic horse riding and all that kind of stuff. But, Dude, so, you already know I ride horses. Oh, so I know. Yes. Yeah. So that's something we're going to have to do together, actually. I think yeah. it's cool. All right. So talk about this food truck. You, it's it's almost ready to go. And so tell tell the audience about that. Yeah. So the food truck, you can find it on our website as well, exploitnomore.org. Um, the food truck is called the Elevated Chef. And so we wanted to create this social enterprise, just basically kind of like what you were saying, Richard, yeah. uh, to be able to provide job opportunities, uh, career explorations, because when you own the business, you can show different parts of it. Yeah. You can show, you can, you know, the culinary side, accounting, marketing, supply chain management, um, you know, the ordering, all that different stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then also being able to provide uh, this population with an opportunity where there's more grace um, you know, our, our staff being trauma informed, yes. um, working with their um, advocates and, and, and so forth to to help them work through their triggers in the workplace. Yeah. Um, because despite what happened, to, despite what happened to them, God still has an amazing plan. 100%. And the, the, the end goal for all of us is like is to get a job, right? You got to get a job. You got to work somewhere, right? You got some way to make it make, make some make an income. Yep. But our our um, gifts and talents are closely tied to, you know, uh, our employment as well. Yeah. Yeah. And God, God uses employment to work those things out of us and to refine us and, and grow those gifts and talents. Yeah. And so we wanted to provide that stepping stone for them, right. um, working with us and then uh, getting, you know, boosting their confidence and so forth and who God made them to be and what they can accomplish. Yeah. And then um, helping them to move on into the things that God, God wants them to do. Yep. So what kind of food are you guys going to have in this food truck? Delicious food, of yeah. course, like tasty food. I'm no, just kidding. Just kidding. Are um, you going to like so, hone in on just one particular? Chicken. Look. Chicken. <laughs> That's main, chicken, chicken, chicken. That's my main diet. That's my main diet, Richard. Chicken. Um, but um, so we have our, our, our main uh, menu is uh, chicken. So chicken tenders yep. and burgers. Gotcha. Um, uh, just, I promise you, these will be one of the, some of the best chicken tenders you will ever have. Um, we have 12, 12 different sauces. They all won't be on the truck at one time, most likely. Right. Um, but 12, like all proprietary sauces. Have you ever been to Blue's Eggs or Story Hill or Maxie's, those restaurants? Right. Um, a good, really good friend of mine, Joe Minch, who owns uh, part owner of, of those restaurants, uh, he's been helping us to develop the Elevated Chef and the menus and the recipes. And so if you love their food, man, like he, he's like the, one of the main masterminds behind a lot of their menus. Right. And it, it, it's phenomenal. Right. Um, and so, yeah, then we'll have some alternative menus as well, uh, because that's what chefs do. And so we called it the Elevated. We went through different names before we landed on the Elevated Chef. But uh, have you ever seen uh, MasterChef before the show? Oh, Master yeah. Chef? Yes. Yeah. So, so, you know, so, you know, the mystery box challenge, right? You got this box yes. and then like, bake it off. Yeah. Yep. And then there's 
Um, who knows what's yeah. underneath? <laughs> so that's kind of how life is, though, right? You, you like, all right, whoa, that happened. Like today, my brakes, like who knew that I was going to blow a line, uh, the brake line that goes to my caliper, right? So like, whoa, life happened. <laughs> um, and so here we are. What do you do with it? Yeah. And so th- that that's the message for, for, for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what chefs do, they, they take what's there and they, they're supposed to make this amazing dish. Right. And so that's the same thing we can do with our lives is whatever we were given. Right. We can work with God and still he can still create something beautiful out of that. So that's why it's called the elevated chef. Love it. So uh, your girlfriend sent in something and says it's really your main diet. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I'm gonna have yeah, I'm gonna have chicken tonight actually. <laughs> I, hey, yo, I'd be like, hey, I'd be like, man, I need something light to eat. <clears throat> I'm gonna have some chicken. <laughs> um, Fried chicken. Um, so uh one of the things that um we talked about earlier uh, the other day, and I can't remember if it was yesterday or the day before, um, but we talked about businesses like having this truck come out to uh for like lunch stuff, so like at Eaton. Um, we have like cousins come and I mean, we get food like that all the time. But so if you mm-hmm. are at a business or you own a business and you don't necessarily have your own cafe and all that kind of stuff, um, get in touch with Jarrett and you guys can set something up where the truck would come and then your your employees and the people working there can come out to get the food. So I think it's an awesome idea. You'd be like partnering with an awesome organization and also helping people that are coming out of sex trafficking and all that kind of stuff. So it's a huge win-win. So, um, man, for sure. yeah. For everybody. Yeah. And th- thanks for mentioning that. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if it's at your job, um, and don't think that you have to be like the decision maker, you can still present that idea. Oh. If you need help doing that, like we can definitely help with that. Yeah. Um, if it's at your church as well. And I know things are crazy yeah. right now during this COVID time, yeah. uh, you know, who knows when, when you're watching this um, and, you know, maybe in the future, but, you know, now during COVID, there's other ways to do things, right? Um, you know, we can make it a, uh, people still need to eat. That's the thing. Like that never changes COVID right. or not. Exactly. People still need to eat. And yep. so if, let's say everybody, most people are working from home, you know, you, we can, we can do a drive-through yeah. um, uh, at, at your job, you know, yep. you know, you, so par- set up in the parking lot, same thing at churches. So there's, there's, don't let COVID limit the creativity. We, uh-huh. we, we can figure it out. So yeah, yeah reach out to us, um, exploitnomore.org. You can drop us a line through there. You can send us a, a direct message on um, Facebook or Instagram as yep. well. My dog is trying to get underneath the table. I'm seeing her, man. She's like, <laughs> she's like, it's like, dinner time. You guys, you guys got that? No, we're not done yet. It's time for a walk. I say hello to everybody. Guys, oh, this is Harley. Hello. What's her what's her name? Harley. Harley. Oh, fitting. This fitting. September will be uh one year for us. So yeah. All right. Get Precious. All right. So you. guys, we got like one minute left, so I'll give you the floor for one minute. Uh oh <laughs> that was her. <laughs> She's like trying to play. Playing with a toy. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, so you got one minute. Um any last last things? Yeah, just a quick. We'll just have to have you on again too, and we'll we'll be more focused. I'm sorry for kind of, kind of we went we went around these different avenues of different things, but it was really good. Look, somebody needed it. Other us, we did. So Isaiah 58, real quick, um, verse six. It says, "Is this not the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice, Mm -hmm. to undo the thongs of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke?" 
Yep. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and to bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and not hide your face from your own kin? Yeah. I know it's hard to like be around some of our own family sometimes, but it says to not hide our face from our own kin, our own people. Right. Um, but then it says in, in verse eight, then your light shall break forth yeah. like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly and your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your real, your rear guard. I want to encourage you to keep reading that. But the reason that I brought that up is that many times we try to figure out you know, how can our light shine, right? This mm -hmm. little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But yep. how do we let our light shine? Yep. In this passage, it tells us how we do that. Yeah. It's by it's by loosing the bonds of injustice. So making wrong things right. Yep. It's about helping the oppressed go free. It's about helping the hungry, helping the homeless. It's yep. about helping people, yep. right? And so this that's what this Christian life is about. Yep. And human trafficking is a part of that. And the yep. evil that happens to people who are trafficked is just terrific. It, it is. It, it's, it's, it's things that you would just think that it, this is a movie. I still think that sometimes like this is stuff out of a movie, man, but it's real life. Yep. So I encourage you to keep following the work that we do. Listen to our podcast. You can listen to it um, on our website as well, or Apple um, or Spotify. Yep. And so keep learning uh, and do whatever it is that God called you to do. Don't be afraid. And if you are afraid, sometimes you just got to do it afraid. You'll yep. be all right. Exactly. Walk on water. Yeah, just uh, push through that fear. It goes away pretty quick once you once you push through it. So, all right, dude, thank you so much for being on. Don't leave yet because I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up with you after we get the show done. But but we'll still be on Skype, so just kind of hang tight for a couple seconds. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. for tuning in, guys. Very 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 welcome. All right, guys, awesome interview. It went a little bit longer, but man, very informative, guys. I'm telling you, this is an awesome awesome man of God, and thank God that he is the one that's the executive director for running this here in the state of Wisconsin, man. I couldn't have, I mean, amazing, amazing. And I didn't know a lot of stuff of the backdrop, but amazing man of God. Guys, we're lucky. We're very lucky to have him and God positioned him in the right spot. Man, just like he just got done saying, God has an awesome plan for you. I mean, just your destiny has souls attached to it. And he wants you to step into that destiny. But it takes that intimate relationship. You can do it. I was stepping in my destiny, but I didn't have that intimate relationship like he really wanted. So he's still going to do things through you, but not at the level of where you could be. Man, when you get to that intimate relationship and you're taking that time and you're just like just allowing Holy Spirit in every morning, renewing things, getting things correct every day, and you just get filled up. And then you're out there doing things in rest because that's where God wants us to be in that rest. And you just lose Holy Spirit out wherever you go. You're changing atmospheres and you're changing people. Guys, if any of this struck with you and even if like maybe you had something happen in your past like with mine, guys, reach out to me um, and I can help you through that process. Um, we can do some deliverance, some inner healing. I'm telling you guys, a lot of the stuff that happened to us while we we're kids, a lot of stuff that happened to us, even, even as adults, it's, it's traumatizing. And it's a way for the devil to get into to really oppress us. And that stuff needs to be worked out. It needs to be worked out. And God can do it. Guys, I'm telling you, God can do that stuff amazingly and quickly too. Quickly he can do that. All right, so thanks for watching. Please share this. Please put some more likes and stuff and do uh, some more comments. Share it on your page. Make sure you go to my YouTube page and subscribe. Remember, we're trying to get to 200 people by at least August 15th. All right, man. Guys, 
starts with us, with that intimate relationship with him. Man, I'm telling you, get it right. Let him ooze out of you wherever you go. You're changing atmospheres and people. Remember, surrender all. Give blessings. Let your glory and honor fall on our face. Rest in